You're listening to the Ron and Don Show. And yes, my dad's pretty annoying. All right, here we come. It's the Ron and Don Show, episode number 12. I want to thank everybody that's been going out to Apple, whatever player you listen to us on in podcast land. In fact, uh, this just came in for Caroline. She says, what a great duo. Thanks to you guys for continuing to inform, enlighten, and entertain us all. More importantly, thank you for caring about our community and for caring about cops and kids. That's right. Don't forget, buy a Ron and Don Nation t-shirt, $5, and every exchange goes towards Charlie's Dinosaur. That's helping cops help kids, and we are just weeks away from now, weeks away from now. Uh, we are going to send kids back to school with backpacks, with a lot of good gear packed inside those backpacks. And those are cops like, for instance, from the Pierce County Sheriff's Department, handing out those backpacks and making connections with kids. Because sometimes we take for granted, on, don't we, that, yeah, we got a kiddo and they got a backpack and we can afford to close, go, uh, go back to school. We can afford uh, pencils and pens, but uh, there's a lot of families out there that can't afford it. And that's why Charlie's Dinosaur is so important. Yeah, that and especially vulnerable kids. Like you think about when I imagine imagine these like oh foster care like I, I don't imagine the entry point to that and so that's another thing where this helps out with charlie's dinosaur when someone a kid when there's something that happens at home and it goes down and there's a transition then charlie's dinosaur can step in and say we can't solve all your problems but here you go at least your basic necessities for the next couple days and maybe even longer than that are provided for you and someone cares about you we see you you're valuable here's a tangible item that you can open up uh, take things out and just have something and that goes a long way when you're seven eight nine years old to know that someone's there and they give you something that's your very own yeah more information about that ronandon.com our thanks to the pierce county sheriff's department ed troyer and everybody there for partnering with us charlie's dinosaurs can you believe kids are getting ready uh, to go back to school before we, before we get going here when is the last time you got a ticket. Do you get pulled over much here in the great uh, specific like Northwest? Like a parking ticket or a speeding ticket? Any kind, any, any kind of, t- any kind of ticket. Uh, I've gotten a few parking tickets because I use the app thing. Yeah. And so here, my my strategy. I don't know if people do this. It's called pay by phone. So I always think, I'll. Well, here's what I'll do. I'm going to go meet Don for coffee. I'm going to put it for 27 minutes. And then it'll notify me. So if if we're if the meeting's not going well, I can eject. Yeah. But then I can extend it, and then I always forget to extend it because okay. I turn my phone over, yeah. and then I get a ticket that way. But a, a moving violation, it's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while since I got one. You of those. and I, and I heard, you heard Dory Monson and Cairo talk about this before because my understanding is he lives somewhere up in Lake Forest Park, and from time to time you hear him rail about the cameras. And oh, I've gotten a couple of uh, camera tickets. The cameras in years in, ago in, in Lake Forest Park. You and I a number of months ago went up to Lake Forest Park because now we're licensed uh, realtors with Windermere and something that's really cool that they do there's a class that they give it's a weekly class and it's called Pro Start it starts at 8 o'clock in the morning ends at 5 o'clock in the evening and you just kind of go up there with new young realtors and you learn a lot of not only tricks of the trade on how to for instance open an open house and close an open house but how you close the deal how you do the paperwork and in the state of Washington what's really interesting a lot of people may not know this as a licensed realtor you are functioning uh, as a realtor in that process uh, as a legal attorney. So there are a lot of legal issues that you have to Objection! learn. Right. So we went up to ProStart. We had a great week until a number of weeks ago, I got something in the mail. And this is what I got in the mail. And evidently, this is a picture of my truck and a picture of me and my truck. 
And supposedly, and without reading it, I just want to show you the pictures. Okay. Supposedly, I'm doing something wrong in the truck. And as a result of whatever I'm doing wrong, which I haven't figured out yet, it's about to cost me $131. Wow, that's for, a heck of a ticket. So let me, I'm going to hand this to you. And right. it says, notice of infraction. Well, give me this. And it honor. was sent to my house. And as you're looking at the pictures, Ron, what do you see in the pictures? Can you see me? Can you see my license plate? And does it look like I'm doing anything wrong in, in this particular picture up in Lake Forest Park, Washington? And if you're not and, from Seattle, it's just kind of, it's, it's the north part of the city. Well, unless you're running a red light, which it doesn't seem like you are, or unless you're speeding, no, you're just cruising along in the in the right-hand lane. You know, I have terrible eyes, and as a result of that, if you've ever ridden in a car with me, I don't speed. I would like to speed. I can't speed. One of the reasons I don't speed is because I don't have a lot of depth perception, and the reason I don't have uh, depth perception is because I had to basically have one of my eyeballs replaced a number of years ago, and that's another story for another day. I looked at that picture, and I said, you know what? I don't think I did anything wrong. Huh in this picture and so i took that particular ticket and i just okay yeah and i threw it away i'm like you know I, I'm what i'm trying to figure out what you did wrong I, it I, just says violation time it's a notice of infraction amount yeah notice of infraction it's 131 dollars. it was sent to me next thing i know next thing i know i get a follow-up letter from them and the follow-up letter says that now i'm basically i have committed a civil penalty it and doesn't now, even say what the violation I know. is. And now the penalty has gone up to $213. Okay. So somehow I've... I've, I've what did you do? I really upset... I don't know. Look at the... You can't even... You can't see me in the truck. You can't well, see the my license. Well, light is green. You can't see my license I plate. I checked the light. The you light didn't is, run a red light. It looks like... It, your, 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 your bumper is in the intersection yeah. when the light is still green. When the light is green, yeah. So if it had been yellow or whatever, yeah. maybe... But, and it doesn't give you a speed on no. there. So now I'm up to thir- 213 dollars on, on top of the 136 yeah, it, no just it's just been in total it, it's been and if all i right. don't pay this they tell me i'm in big trouble tax collection all this stuff i need to lake forest park under jail civil arrest misdemeanor whatever that dude how barney fife is probably the lake forest at park. the same time i get another notice from good to go okay and evidently with good to go you are not good to go if you have one little bolt in your license plate and your license plate is hanging sideways my license plate was hanging sideways what do you mean it's hanging sideways it was hanging sideways i had gone through the car wash okay in my truck and i didn't know that my license plate was crooked and the good to go couldn't read the license plate oh, please $41.80 get out of here 41 on a $3.50 <laughs> or 40 cent toll $41.80. So evidently with good to go, I wasn't good to go. So I jumped online and with the with with the the t- the toll penalties and everything I had to pay, it was well over $63. Then I call the people from Lake Forest Park. It's a woman that answers in Arkansas and she she kept calling me Don. Don. D A W N and then she kept having me spell her last name uh spell my last name and she couldn't get down Don O'Neill for some reason and I don't know if that, is that a hard name to remember I, maybe if you're in Arkansas I don't know I don't know maybe she, she has, can't spell so anyway she said why are you calling I told her why she said how much do you owe I said $213 she said you don't know and I said well it 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 tells me uh in this notice that I think it's $213 
she said, let me call the court. And I said, well, I've already called the court and nobody answers. You get a busy signal or nobody picks up the phone. She said, let me call the court because if you pay $214, you pay too much, or you pay too little, you don't pay the exact amount. Then the court could reject this. Oh, and then she said, you Has could be in real. Told you what you're doing? She said you could be. She, she had no idea. Uh, she looked up my case number. Can't you pull the film? Don't they have film? When I don't I know. I don't know. All right. I don't she knows. She just works for an organization that mans the cameras. Yeah, but she's not police or anything. She's not the police. She's like the head of the. Her job? No, her job in Arkansas is just to sit there and collect money right. for Lake Forest Park. So she puts me on hold. I am on hold now, trying to pay this ticket, my two hundred thirteen dollars, and I am on hold for twenty nine minutes. She mm. finally clicks back over. She said, "Sorry, I forgot about you." I'm like, of, you forgot about me. How could you forget about me? How could you forget about someone like me? Right. Right. Uh, so anyway, she told me that she had called the court and that the line was busy. And then she had called back and that nobody was answering at the court. Huh? Where'd you hear that before? Yeah. And, I, and I'm like, well, what do I what do I do? And she's like, well, you can pay the two hundred and thirteen dollars. And she said it may work or it may not Thank work. Thank you. Very helpful. She said, but you should call the court and get an exact number and find out. And I'm like, I just called the court. You called the court. We called the court. Everybody called the court. No one's answering at the court. And she said, well, I'll take your $213. And she said, if it's not the exact amount, she said, then your infraction may. What's the infraction? Double. My infraction may double. What's the infraction? $213 times two on a Lake Forest Park. This thing doesn't give you, an, it just says notice of infraction. It doesn't tell you what the infraction is. Now I know why. I'm surprised Dory Monson still lives in Lake Forest Park. If he does. I don't know if he does. Our good friends from Cairo. Uh, now I know why he was so enraged when he got one of these Because it doesn't say you're speeding. It yeah. didn't say you run a red light. Yeah. It didn't say you did an illegal lane change. It doesn't even tell you what the infraction you is. Don't drive over a toll bridge in Seattle, Washington if your life license plate is a little crooked because you are not good to go. It's the Rod and Don Show. Only on the Rod and Don Radio Network. I gotta calm down. Help cops help kids. Go to ronanddon.com right now and buy a t-shirt. And $5 from every t-shirt sale will help kids like me. It's called Charlie's Dinosaur. Don't go anywhere unless you want to. It's the Ron and Don Show, starring Ron and Don, and sometimes me, at ronanddon.com. All right, ronanddon.com. We are licensed realtors. If uh, you need help buying, selling, investing, Ron Upshaw, windermere.com, Don O'Neill, windermere.com. All that information is up at ronanddon.com. And if you click on the microphone, all the information about the podcast, and there are people that are still finding us. I was teaching a spin class this morning. Afterwards, I went to Cherry Street Coffee. Uh, Madeline was in there, and uh, she's pouring a cup of coffee for myself and kind of my breakfast crew. The breakfast bunch. Yeah. And she said, your voice sounds really familiar. And then she told me that she grew up with me as a baby. I'm like, oh, my oh boy. And then she told, Yeah, and then she told me her grandfather. 
listens to me all the time or used to listen to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the so world that, we live that, in now. Uh, that, that, uh, yeah. Remember we used to be on a rock station yeah. and we had mullets and we thought we were cool? Yeah. Yeah, now it's that. Or my grandfather used to listen to you and I listened to you as a baby. Anyway, I gave her one of our cards, our Ron and Don Nation cards, and she said, I don't know if he knows how to listen uh, to a podcast, but I'm going to let him know that you guys are still out there in podcast land. Uh, it's really helpful if you download the app and you have a player. That way you can start and stop if you're not listening to us on the internet. And then if you share this information with other people, there are still a lot of people that are finding us yeah. for the first time because we'll see people kind of binge listen to the Ron and Don show and download like five, six, seven shows when they go on vacation. And we, we really appreciate that. We appreciate the ratings. So that here's the important thing. If you own an iPhone, which is the most popular phone uh, out there. You already have a podcast app. It's pre-installed on your iPhone. It is a purple icon, and it just it, it's called Podcast. You open that up. It's going to have you sign in with your Apple ID, which I know some people are like, what's my Apple ID? Your regular password. Yeah. Just sign in with your regular password, hit the, the uh, little magnifying glass, and type in Ron and Don. It's really, and then you hit subscribe. So it's... Very, very simple. And then it'll just show up there. Every time we do a show, it just shows up. You touch that button, hit play, and you're good to go. Yeah. It, it's that easy. And then the other, if you have an Android phone, you need to download Google Play, or you can download Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor, uh, any of those apps. Cool thing about Anchor, which is where we host the show, and I do spots for Anchor, is uh, you can leave us voicemails through the Anchor app. And you can also, uh, if you want to support the show with uh, a couple bucks a month, you can do that through the Anchor app as well. And yeah. so we, we really appreciate yeah, that that is really cool so i have a question for you yeah uh, the the city and if you're not if you weren't in seattle a couple of nights ago the city was alive and the reason why the city was alive i think is because the rolling stones were here and there's some artists that you will go and listen to you and i have talked about willie nelson before and when you go see willie nelson willie nelson is not willie nelson anymore but you just want to be able to of say course. i went to willie's last show and the problem with Willie Nelson is he's never going to go away. He's never going to die. I've been to Willie Nelson's last show like three or four times. It's funny that you bring up Willie Nelson. His son, Lucas Nelson, opened up for the Rolling Stones. Uh, and it, did he? If you're unfamiliar with Lucas Nelson, he's got some, he's really a talented singer and songwriter. He's does a, he has done a couple songs with his dad, uh, but he's sort of Americana country-ish. He's, he's really good. So you could look that up on your, uh, on your music player. He's Lucas super handsome, Nelson. too. I was in the Fry Boot Store the other day, and he's actually their spokesperson and their model. He does all oh, really? the modeling of all yeah, the... Uh, Lucas Nelson, All look him problem. up. Yeah. So what was it? So I got I got a, a friend of like? ours had an extra ticket to to the Stones. They texted me. Oh, cool. I, I bought the ticket and uh, went there. Nice. De- decent seats. Here's my thing. I, I am I'm, I appreciate the Rolling Stones, but I'm not a Rolling Stones devotee. Like in that era, you know, I think of the Beatles, the Stones, uh, Eric Clapton, Cream, Jimi Hendrix. Kind of that is the the royalty to me of that. Was Led Zeppelin in there? In Zeppelin. Zeppelin. So for me, like. I'm a Beatles guy, and then probably Zeppelin and Clapton, and then the Stones. I appreciate them. I think they're on. You know, they're they're obviously 
pivotal characters in the rock history, but like there are people that do, they are just stones, and there's like that's all they're going to do is be stones people. I'm not that, but I, I I know all the songs, I know the words to all the songs. I'm uh, I've you know familiar with everybody in the band, etc. Here's my question: In Rolling Stones, people are probably going to throw their shoe at the radio now, and I'm not being I'm not trying to be an a hole or screw you know to just stir up some controversy. I'm wondering if this is possible because these guys are in their mid 70s. I had the feeling that Keith Richards was actually not playing all the guitar parts. What? And so Ronnie Wood was playing. I'm this is coming from an axe man. You're an axe man. I'm an axe, I'm an axe man. man. Yeah. I can tell when people are not playing the guitar. Okay. And so I'm watching Keith very closely, and for large portions of the concert. He's not doing anything. So you can tell. He's just standing over there being Keith Richards. Yeah, I may be not playing well, but I'm still playing. Right. Yeah. Now, and- Ronnie's doing, Ronnie's the, the he's the, the glue of that band. Is if you take the, Ronnie. He the, he's kind of the edge of the band. Everybody right? focuses on Mick and Keith. Yeah. If you take Ronnie out of the stones, that band falls apart. Oh, really? Because he's holding it together when Keith's off just wearing silk shirts and being Keith Richards. Yeah. I, I want to, a side note, the silk shirt budget on this tour has got to be in the hundreds of thousands all of dollars. The guy, all the guys in silk? Everybody's got silk. They've got multiple colors of silk. We're yeah. changing silk shirts every song. Like, that. there's a lot of silk going on cool. with the Stones. But now, now, so Stones fans, email me or hit me on the Anchor app and, like, leave us a voicemail. Because there were times when a Rolling Stones riff is happening hmm. – and I am watching Keith Richards, and I'm like, he is not playing that riff. What would he be? They have a background band. So, like, Chuck oh. Lavelle's playing keyboards. You got, uh, you know, people, two or three keyboard players. You got two or three uh, background singers. You got a bass player that's not an original member of the band. So, like, there are there are people back there. Oh, okay. And so I'm like, okay, is there, like, a pseudo-Keith? Like, on the days when Keith's hands or, or feeling crunchy, or maybe he's not at the top of his game, yeah. that there's some dude back there that's just kind of playing, and Keith's guitar is down, and he just sort of moves his hand around. I mean, there were times when he warmed up where he was clearly playing. I'm not saying that he's never playing. I'm just saying on some songs, is it possible that Keith Richards has a ghost player off to the side. See, I'm okay with that because when I grew up, I the, can be okay with that. Well, you I'm know, here. I paid my money. I paid good money, huge, to see the Stones. Listen to me. I was a huge. Uh, in fact, we watched the Muppets a lot in my house, and I bet your dad watched the Muppets too. For some well, reason, everybody watched the Muppets. Well, I don't know if everybody will, but but my dad loved to watch the Muppets. It's it's one of my fond memories of him. And whenever you got to see, and it didn't happen often, but whenever you got to see the full body of kermit the frog and it was usually on a bicycle it was a thrill right it was a thrill wasn't it it was a thrill that was amazing you could ride a bicycle best muppet show ever 1976 john denver comes out he brings out his guitar kermit the frog comes out and they're going to do a little foggy mountain breakdown kermit the frog full body kermit the frog with banjo with ban- I remember that. With banjo. It's a meme now. And when I was a little kid, I was convinced, absolutely convinced, that Kermit the Frog was playing the banjo. Upon review, now that I'm 52 years old, and I can watch this on YouTube in slow motion, in slow motion, and I want to be fair to John Denver, who's no longer with us, and I want to be uh, fair to Kermit the Frog, who is still with us, by the way, uh, and looks sensational, and I... 
I think he and Miss Piggy are still in the outs. She's dating Grover. Nobody knew about that. I always thought it was the bear, the Fozzie bear. It was Grover. Who would have ever thought that? Anyway, you go back, you watch it in slow motion. There's probably a little Keith Richards, circa 75 years old, going on with Kermit the Frog back in the day, 1976. I am no longer, I am no longer convinced it was actually Kermit the Frog playing the banjo the whole time. It's the Ron and Don Show on the Ron and Don Radio Network. Ron and Don, brought to you by Ron and Don. We are licensed realtors with Windermere, Midtown. Working with Patrick Chen over there. Cameron Marson. We'd love to work with you. Go to ronanddon.com. Click on our license logo. And we are licensed brokers. Thanks for being a part of something different than yourself. Don't forget, ronanddon.com. Buy those T-shirts. Charlie's Dinosaur. $5 from every shirt goes to Charlie's Dinosaur. Helping cops help kids. Because uh, we send them uh, back to school. I Episode get, number 12. I want to get your take on this. Because I, I find it fascinating. I think you are the actual poster child for this story. Oh, man. Um, NFL preseason ratings have been the lowest ever. At least the, the opening game. And uh, I haven't looked at all the ratings of all the preseason games. But yeah. it's the lowest. At least when they started that very first game. Lowest ever. Side note. Doug Baldwin's people contacted me and want to know if he wants to be on the show. Do you think Doug would come to my house? <laughs> anyway. I don't know. They've contacted us twice. So, yeah, so he's, we'll he's, he's building a – and good for him. He's 20, I like Doug. He's 29 years old. He's retiring from football, and he wants to build a youth center in Renton. So I think he wants to come Maybe on he will come to the house. Talk about that. And then I think down the road here you're going to see Doug Baldwin, number 89 from your Seattle Seahawks. A lot of guys move away, and they take their stardom, and they move to other pla- uh, places in the country. And we saw Ken Griffey Jr. do that. But he's such a big star. Wherever he goes, he's Ken Griffey Jr. Doug Baldwin, if he moved away, he probably wouldn't be as recognizable if he lived in another part of the country. I think, I think he'll he's, always have a base here. I think he's going like. to stay right here. I think he's going to use the leverage he has. And I bet down the road here, you're going to see him get involved in politics in a very, yeah. very big way. Well, I'll reach out. If he wants to come by my house, then we'll, Doug yeah. Baldwin can And Richard we'll do the Sherman, show. who is still in the league, uh, he ha- the players right now are renegotiating their deal. And Richard Sherman is at the table representing the players and what the players have done over the years. In football, it's interesting. And then we'll get back to the story. You get a paycheck every time you play a game. When you don't play a game, you don't get a paycheck. Those paychecks aren't guaranteed. You get paid in season, not out of season, unless maybe you got some guaranteed money up front. And so a lot of these players live paycheck to paycheck. They also come from families where other family members can't sign for a mortgage, so they sign for the mortgage. Some of these players that have been in the league between three and five years have five to six mortgages. And so you would think when they get a paycheck for $200,000 a game, uh, that would be a lot of money to you and I. For them, that money is already spent. Well, so, the agent gets a, yeah. a cut of that. So, so, so already said, all of a sudden they blow a knee out, or you're Doug Baldwin and you're 29 years old and your career is over. So think about the contract that he had signed and they made such a big deal out of it. 
he never got all that money. It's the same with Russell Wilson. If something happens to him this weekend when he's playing, he won't get all the money. It's only the money you get that's guaranteed up front. Baseball, very different, and a lot of that money. I think A-Rod is still getting paid. Yeah, look at, look at Robinson Cano. He is injured right now with a hamstring, torn hamstring. He may still get paid for the next 10 years. A-Rod is a good example. Hopefully the players this time will stand their ground and they'll get a better deal. And hopefully Richard Sherman and guys like Doug Baldwin will help these modern-day players be a part of that and understand finances. And again, back to Doug. I'd love to see him in local politics. All right, I'll I'll send him an email, see if Doug wants to stop by the house. Yeah, I'd love to have him on. Uh, So what do you think is going on with the the ratings? Because I'm of two minds on this. One, I'm also a big NFL fan. I've watched maybe a couple minutes of preseason, uh, and I watched it on YouTube. So I watched the recap of the the Seahawks game on YouTube and I stopped halfway through because it was the scrub players and I didn't know who anybody was uh, but I have not yet this season sat down uh, to watch a game a friend of mine that's a Vikings fan was like hey Seahawks Vikings this Sunday let's do it and I'm like eh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if I'm gonna like make an appointment to watch a preseason Seahawks Viking game uh, and you I think are, are, are what they're talking about here is lifelong NFL fan I doubt that you've watched any uh, any NFL live action this year, and they're saying that the the number drew about the same as like a Big Brother episode. Like it was not huge ratings; it was four point one uh, on the meter. Which, if you don't in, in TV, it just means it's not it's not a huge number. See, I think people are watching, but I just think they're all they're watching in other ways. In in the the way that they collect ratings through Nielsen, they just haven't caught up yet. So. It's very archaic to do it through television sets, and they have to figure out a different way to do that. Because I think, I think people are checking in on the game. But when you find out Russell Wilson, and they announce ahead of time, and it's fair to do this, that Russell Wilson is not going to play in this game. Well, if Russell Wilson is not playing in this game, then why am I even watching this game? And sometimes the superstars don't even travel with the team, and they'll say, well, you know, they're staying back, they're getting treatment. Their, their feet are frozen in France. Yeah, whatever that is, they're, they're, they're not even traveling. So Ezekiel, pa- Ezekiel Elliott, for instance, was down in Cabo supposedly working right. out. Where do you work out in Cabo? On the like, beach? is there even a gym in Cabo? I'm like, from the Dallas Cowboys, I'm like, give me a break. The last thing that Ezekiel Elliott is doing is working out in Cabo. So for the past handful of years, I've looked forward to uh, Don's gumbo on game day at your house this year. Are we going to do uh, a gumbo Sundays or like have you moved on from that? You know, I, I, I check in on the games now and I got rid of my man cave. And for me, and I've talked about this before in all seriousness, when I saw that my fo- my son wasn't falling in love with football, but he was falling in with o- he's falling in love with other things. I'm like, you know what? I got to follow his bliss. And we could sit here and go on a camping trip on Sunday, or I could sit around all day and watch football. And that's the thing. What the NFL has done a good job of doing, especially when you go out to stadium, because the stadium experience is still great. And all, if all you can do is afford a preseason ticket, it's still a great experience to go out there, even if the game doesn't count and you take your family out there. The in-stadium experience that the Seahawks have created is still a great one. But at the end of the day, it's an all-day experience and for me i would rather spend all day with a nine-year-old because before i know it the nine-year-old is going to be an 18-year-old and then i can return to uh football and go sit in the stand and i'll go to a game or two this year i didn't go to any games last year i'll go to a couple games this year but the days of having a man cave and i had a basement you saw it it was like yeah. lime green and blue and there was seahawk gear everywhere well, i turned off my cable i don't even know how to get the game now i tried to find it on yeah. twitter or something i couldn't find it yeah I, I have i have basic cable and on my main tv i actually have it unplugged 
because uh, I plug other things into it. And a lot of times I forget to go back and even plug the TV in because when we consume media and going back to the ratings, we don't consume media through the television set anymore. And the NFL is figuring that out. So as they're sitting at the table, the guys like Doug Baldwin, bringing it back to uh, Richard Sherman, they have talked about of those four games possibly making two of those games count. And a lot of the players have pushed back on that. You can't have player safety and an extended season. That's what they said. Out of the same breath. Then there are other people that are saying, well, what if we do this? What if we make players in the regular season sit out two games for player safety? Then you have guys like Tom Brady that has said, you know what? I've been wearing the same helmet with the same technology since college. His helmet was just banned. He was sent a letter by the NFL, and they said, if you don't wear the new and improved helmet, you are not be playing on Sundays. He got so ticked off and mad because he's like, this is the same gear I've been wearing forever, and now you're going to change it? And the question is this, is the NFL really concerned about his safety, or are they just concerned about selling the new improved helmet, which, by the way, they have a stake in. And they want all the kids out there wearing the new improved helmet. Well, that helmet company they, here they, in Seattle they make, has, they make a lot more money. does have studies on the safety. The, the, this, Vices, this is whatever it's called. Do, but what are they selling? Helmets. Yeah. Beer companies have studies I on alcohol. I think Tom Brady can afford it. Wine, for instance. Uh, if you go back and look at all the studies about wine being good for you, guess who funded those studies? Yeah. Big wine, if there is such a thing. It's the Ron and Don Show, only on the Ron and Don Radio Network, y'all. Hey, you guys. Are you ready for the best show in the Pacific Northwest? Here's my dad to his boyfriend and friend. Hey, don't forget, uh, if you want to know when the Ron and Don Show drops, it drops every Monday. And we're working on more episodes right now. Maybe bring in two or three episodes a week as we have begun talks with uh, some great advertisers. Uh, they've reached out to us, and we appreciate that. How do you get signed up for uh, the newsletter? Because everything Ron and Don is in, uh, is, is in the newsletter, and we love your pictures. We can put them up on our Facebook pages, also in our newsletter. If you have the Ron and Don Nation t-shirt, send us a picture from anywhere in the world. Of you and that T-shirt, maybe you and your family, you and your dog, and uh, we'll put it up online. Five dollars goes towards uh, cops helping kids with Charlestown. Yeah, you can sign up at uh, ronanddon.com. Just uh, click on the on the microphone, and then the form is right there at the top. Cool. Email address. Hey, uh, before we get out of here today, a lot of people have been wanting an update on the hot candy. <laughs> uh, we have had an actual police officer, a former police officer, reach out to us. He warned us about the hot candy. And he is now actually a licensed masseuse. And as a licensed masseuse, he has gone undercover in a lot of the massage parlors in the Pacific Northwest. And he's like, Ron, you need to you you need to be careful when it comes to the hot camp. I uh, was uh, feeling the need for a massage. And uh, someone said, hey, try this this reflexology place. Yeah. It was in a strip mall. So I'm not going to like one of these houses on Aurora with a red neon sign out front. Like but it was a strip mall. 
Heyo. You, you, it, it was in a, you went it was to get a, a regular... massage at a strip mall. Right, I see what you did there. So, uh, and through the course of the massage, it was very unusual. Yeah. Unlike any massage I've ever had. Because I usually go to the ones where you go into a, a, a room and you're, you know, with a licensed massage therapist. This one, the woman leaned down into my ear at one point and said, and again, there was a, a little bit of a language translation issue going on. I believe she said... You like some hot candy, something involving hot candy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've gotten quite a few emails, including the one from the police officer, that said, here's what was going on. They wanted or she wanted you to go into a back room situation. Because where, what room were you in? I was in the main room. I was in the, uh, there was a, it was a shared room. There was like 10 tables in the Regular thing. candy. The candy wasn't hot yet. Yes, it was just. You're just in the regular candy. Straight room. up candy. I was in the yeah, candy You're aisle. in the candy shop. And, uh, and I don't know if that's true or not. Okay. I did not go, let's, let's be clear. I did not want any hot candy. Yeah. I did not go into any back rooms. I stayed in the regular candy aisle in the front of the store. That's right. All right? But I have a friend that he's like, man, me and my uh, his, his girlfriend yeah. that wanted a massage, they wow. had the same thing. They went in, and they said that they believed they had the hot candy massage, and it was weird. It's a little bit weird. And maybe this is standard issue in those places, and it's just my first time. Yeah. But the follow-ups have been very interesting uh, to see what's going on. So what there. is your takeaway after reading uh, the follow-ups? What do you think was going on? I think that there may have been a, that if, if you're inside this subculture where you want the hot candy, that that might be a code word. Somebody, well, somebody told you it wasn't hot candy. They told you they were saying something else, right? Uh, no, I, I don't... I, Somebody wrote us and said they weren't saying, and it might have been the police officer, said they weren't saying hot candy. There was, it was something. No, it was like that that could be that there's like certain trigger words that when you want to, if you want to go into the back room, okay. that they'll, and maybe, uh, I don't know, if you wanted to go in the back room, that you can respond in a certain, I don't even know what it okay. is. What do you do? Another update. Uh, some lady's been sending your hair ties from korea in the mail we don't know if there's a connection to the hot candy have you received any more hair ties no i've gone to the mailbox every day i kind of was hoping i would be <laughs> getting more uh, korean mail scams you miss her already I, no but i threw the hair tie away yeah. i have not received any more hair ties and uh, we'll have to see if i'm a part of that deal yeah i have a friend that's a plumber and he is married to a beautiful woman and he's been married to her for 18 years and it all started, he thought, is a mail scam from Poland. And this is when people didn't jump on the internet. They weren't meeting on the internet. It was like, and he thought he was being scammed. And at the same time, he was too beautiful to not go meet her. And so he, he flew to Poland. He brought her home. And he knew as soon as she was a citizen, she was leaving. Right. She's never left. Really? Yeah. Still with him. Good for him. Yeah. And you look at the pictures and you're like, oh, oh she... And he agrees with really that. wanted to get out of Poland. Yeah. Anyway, thought that was interesting. That has nothing to do with the hot candy. No, not, nothing at all. Oh, anyway. How can uh, you reach out to uh, Ron Upshaw? You are a licensed realtor, aren't I you? I am, member of the National Bo- Association of Realtors. You can get me, Ron, at Windermere.com. Yeah, I'm a Donald deal at Windermere.com. And again, working on... Uh, yeah, providing some more episodes through uh, the course of the week. And in fact, uh, we're recording this on a, a Friday morning, right? Yeah. Charlie's upstairs uh, eating one of your shoes. 
And my son is up there playing video games and letting him do that. So, Of course. Well, at least he's not down here eating your couch. Of course. Yeah. He's being closely monitored. Switching it up. All right. He's Ron. I'm Don. We just want to encourage you to keep your head up and your shoulders back. Don't forget, kids are going back to school and they could really use your help. The Pierce County Sheriff's Department uh, has put together something called Charlie's Dinosaur. It is helping cops help kids as we put together backpacks. All you have to do is go to ronanddon.com, buy that Ron and Don Nation t-shirt, and $5 goes towards Charlie's Dinosaur. And the dog bandanas are on their way. All right? Don't forget, the show drops every Monday. We will see you soon right here on the Ron and Don Radio Network. Ron and Don. <laughs> okay. You good? Yeah. Okay, let's keep going.